0: Welcome back to another episode of I'm Really Into That Stuff. This is the podcast that features me, Jana Stern, energy healer and psychic, as I delve into conversations with different folks in the holistic and conscious industries about the many beliefs and practices of spirituality, mental health, and what it means to be a human who's into that stuff in 2021 and beyond. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Really Into That Stuff. I am your host, Janice Stern, and I have an incredible guest with me today. It is the lovely Jamie Burke. She is a personal freedom coach and an intuitive energy healer. And those are the titles that she goes by. But really, what she is is a badass witchy mama. I wish I could use that
1: title more formally, but people don't take you as seriously if you go by badass witchy mama.
0: You know what? I'm ready for the day that they do. I'm ready for the day that you could put that on a business card and people. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, badass witchy mama. That's exactly what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: been looking for you everywhere, badass witchy mama. <laughs>
0: Listen, we all need a badass witchy mama. I know I do. So, Jane, you are the only human being to ever give me Reiki. Wow. I've, I've had energy healings, many different energy healings. I've had acupuncture and other, you know, intuitive energy healings, but I've never had. Reiki save for in the summertime when, when you gave me my first ever official Reiki healing session.
1: That's actually my claim to fame.
0: <laughs> that you, you take Reiki, you take Reiki virginities. Is that what you do? You're just I out take, here.
1: I take people's Reiki virginities. and so cherries. That's your, uh,
0: put it, that's your subtext here. No, badass what she mama popping cherries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> specifically janice stern's reiki poppin virginity
0: <laughs> right because i i mean listen I, life activations all the energy heal, aura healings crystal healings all those things those are things i know and do and, and love and, and live you know i've had other healings from the mystery school of course but yeah that was my first non-insophic ray i should say reiki wow yeah yeah
1: well it was an honor
0: you know, people ask me all the time, like, do you do Reiki? And I'm like, no, but you're headed in the right direction. And people are always like, what is Reiki? And my answer, and I'm going to like sort of give the wrong answer, and then I, I want you to give the right one, is I often say, you know, Reiki is a projection of my energy into your energy field. And it's sort of like, I, I have good vibes, I'll give you my good vibes type thing. And it's really working, you know, of course, you're still working with higher realms and angels and all of the light beings and and all of that just from a different perspective. Right. So how, how close am I?
1: If we're talking about energy healing in a general way, you've got some elements that yes, some Reiki practitioners will call in angels. They will use crystals, but Reiki is really tapping into source creator energy. It has nothing to do with the Reiki practitioner. It just has to do with them tapping into you know, the purest form of energy, which is God, goddess, source, all that is the universe and using that they're the channel and they're using that connection to put the healing energy into the person Mm -hmm. receiving it, wherever it's meant to go. Right. Reiki is similar to many other forms of energy, healing, healing hands, oral healing. Mm -hmm. It just originates from Japan, which is what makes it unique and different. It's been used for many, many, many years the originator is Meiko Osui Mm -hmm. And he developed this form of energy healing and Mm -hmm. he taught a bunch of people and then they taught a bunch of people. And then I was lucky enough to be trained by one of those people. Josie Hoop is my direct teacher and uh, she's absolutely amazing. And for many years I was doing energy healing in sort of a broad sense. And what separates Reiki from just broad energy is that as an energy healer, before I was using the Reiki modality, Mm -hmm. I was using my own energy and I found myself getting sick all the time, being really depleted and also taking on a lot of what was being released by the person. So transmuting, but not understanding how to actually let that go or change
0: that into something else. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason that i I have never received Reiki from anybody except you is because there are a lot of really fluffy Reiki practitioners who do exactly that. What they're doing is transmuting my energy and I have absolutely no interest in anybody else processing my shit. I just needed it cleared out which is what energy healing really is all about is like clearing your body of what it doesn't need versus you know transmuting my energy to you even if you're being the channel Reiki can really get depending on the practitioner if they haven't done the work which I know you have which is why I trust you to me like it's it's out of alignment with with my truth you know what I mean yeah yeah
1: absolutely yeah. yeah. And so what Reiki really did for me in understanding how to use energy and to connect people with energy healing is it took me out of the equation. And, and mm-hmm. it took, hmm, some, some. you know how it's like sometimes hard to find the right word to explain something, but yes, because I wasn't working with my energy anymore, I wasn't in that place of depletion and I was mm-hmm. only able to work from a place of overfill because now I had the knowledge of how to tap into source, how to tap into, you know, the power of the sun mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and use that. And right. so what's beautiful about Reiki is that we both receive a healing mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm not using what I have from a limited place. Sure. From that sure. scarcity, I am yeah. working from a place of abundance. So we both get to benefit
0: from the exchange. Yes.
1: And it's a lot about trust and it's a lot about energetic
0: boundaries. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's so funny. You know, I mean, in any energy practice that I've ever received or given there is always that exchange, you know, even when I'm reading cards for people, I'm always in the back of my mind being like, okay, this card has not come through for me. This is not my message, but there is a message for me in this message. Right. So, you know, it's the same thing. You know, if you, if you tap into me and you're feeling something going on in, in my, you know, solar, then you're like, all right, well, what is this? And is there a reflection of this in, in my own reality? right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's really cool. So what I found is, yeah, I just feel so energized afterwards Mm. and the person receiving the Reiki, I mean, how did you feel after you
0: received? Oh God. I, I mean, For context, I was having a really, really tough time in the summer. 2020 was a bullshit year for everybody, but I was having a really particularly tough time with family and just feelings of being very other, which has been a longstanding theme. And as you may recall, a lot of what came up was this sort of childhood wounds that were there for me and, and how much they were really playing a role in how I was showing up as a 35 year old adult experiencing those things as a five-year-old child basically Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of love it was like I remember such a sunny day and the you know the weather was gorgeous and you know you had like fed me some delicious fruit before and it was just like it I mean it's always nourishing to be with you but definitely it felt like you know there was a Uplifting, I, I felt like I was like, oh right, you know, and this happens to me a lot when I get into a funky space. I forget how magical I am. And I'm a pretty fucking magical person. So, you know. Yes, <laughs> <queen>. <laughs> right? So when I, you know, get into those spaces and forget myself, it's always great to be in receiving because it reminds me, like, right, yeah, no, I could I could do this because I I do so many things like this. <laughs> Shush, hmm. rascal. Rascal's just participating in the conversation as per usual she has
1: a lot to say
0: always
1: <laughs> and also i mean maybe she's just telling you about her reiki experience which she which she received recently as well
0: she did receive <laughs> she was there and Bo- she was like hanging out with me and bowie kept like kept her distance like she was sort of just trying to be respectful but yeah it was really funny
1: no, I was going to say, and this is what you said: was that you know you felt a lot of love and a lot of lightness, and and yeah. really the way I see Reiki and what I hear back from my clients is that they just feel lighter. They just feel this sense of you know peace, relaxed, mm-hmm. um, and that things just feel lighter afterwards. Whatever heaviness was in their life, it's not gone necessarily right away, but it's they're just better, more manageable through it. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. and what is so beautiful about Reiki is that it is a very gentle healing modality. I do shamanic energy healing as well. And that is way more intense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so I love practicing Reiki when people are going through a hard time and they actually just need their nervous system to be held Mm
0: -hmm. and they
1: just need a little bit of love sort Mm -hmm. of like, you know, blasted into their body in a really sweet, gentle way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, what I was going to say is, you know, thank you for sort of segueing uh, into that <laughs> shamanic healing. I mean, even that word is, is a little bit uncomfortable for me because I feel like shamanic healing comes from a shaman who- was named a shaman by a shaman, you know, and, and that's like, an, to me, a very conscious appropriation that, that has to be really like tiptoed around or mindfully treated. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what I was going to say is like, Reiki is sort of barely scratching the surface of what you do. <laughs> I mean, there there are so many programs that you run and, and different tools that you offer to the collective. I mean, I know that you've got, is it 20 years of, of yoga instruction?
1: I've been practicing yoga for over 20 years, but teaching formally in the last 10
0: Yeah. Well, that's like, you know, considering that time is no longer linear in the last 10 years have been, you know, the equivalent of 40, I can, I'll give you your 50 years of teaching.
1: How many lifetimes have I been this spiritual teacher? It's been many, many, many times. So yeah, you're right. I've literally been teaching forever.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Hilarious. That's so funny. And so, yeah, you know, you, you do so many other, other things, you know, one of the the big things that you're involved in right now is, is body love mission. And I would love for you to chat a little bit about that. And then I know that you and your business partner, Katie, are sort of developing or have developed something sort of as an addendum to that. Is that, is that correct the way that I'm saying that?
1: Yeah. So body love mission, and it's you know, you know how it it is when you're birthing a baby. You go back and you
0: have to. I do you know, not re- know how <laughs> it is when you're birthing a baby. Actually, if you're wondering, I know Nothing third about party that. not okay, at all try- in a first hand <laughs> sense. But I conceptually well, when know when you're
1: conceptually creating something. Yes from nothing. So we launched Body Love Mission a year ago and really the idea behind it is that we have a mission to support people through personal growth and evolution. And really this program that we're going to release shortly, there's two programs we're working on currently. The first one is an individual one-on-one approach. It's actually one-on-two because you get two coaches that's that are going to support cool. you, right? Mind, body and spirit. Mm-hmm. That program's called Healing at the Root and that's specifically for women who have been suffering from autoimmune labels, who have had digestive disorders, mm-hmm. who have had chronic pain, emotional issues for the majority of their life, who have tried everything, who have gone to all sorts of other uh, doctors and also holistic practitioners, mm-hmm. and they haven't seen more than you know a 40% improvement. Mm-hmm.
0: Is it a Yoga practice that's involved in that, or is that sort of just? So this your is own a whole processing work.
1: This is a whole holistic protocol that is is unique to the individual. So cool. Katie's a holistic nutritionist. She's incredible. She's helped me uh, manage my autoimmune disorder, mm-hmm. and I had tried everything. I was my client six years ago. Sure. I had terrible psoriasis all over my body. Mm -hmm. I was afraid to wear shorts, expose my arms and legs because I was covered in red scaly skin. I was also hundred pounds overweight and I had tried every diet. I had tried every psoriasis protocol, every medication, Mm -hmm. except for injectables. I put my foot down and I was like, hell no, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. And nothing worked. And it really wasn't until I started to look at my self-care practice more holistically Mm -hmm. So really looking at the mind and the body as one cohesive thing and taking care of myself as, as one. And so what this program does, it gives you a blueprint for healing, depending on what symptoms you have Mm -hmm. and what emotional trauma you have gone through. Mm -hmm. And so the reality is physical disease happens after years and years of not looking at something that happened either mentally or emotionally in our lives.
0: Correct. This is, this is what I teach in chakra, you know, understanding that we all have these energetic bodies that store all of the energy, good, bad, and otherwise in our body. We are these spiritual beings stuck in these physical vessels and the physical vessels show dis-ease In our physical reality. So, whether that's, you know, heart disease or IBS or whatever it might be, it all shows up in the physical body as a nod to there is something in the energetic that needs to be managed here. And if you're not managing it, if you're not looking at it, it's going to keep showing up. And the Western medicine is going to call it autoimmune, meaning that your body automatically senses and knows the pain, the trauma, the suffering, the disease, and it's going to keep regenerating it over and over and over and over again in your physical reality. Right. Right. And the thing that we're really getting
1: to through this program is that an autoimmune disease has been said that your body is attacking itself. Your body's not attacking itself. No such thing.
0: Can't do it. Your body is not built that way.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Your body is always doing whatever it can do to keep you healthy and to fight off any foreign invaders. And so this, through this program, we're getting to who those foreign invaders are Mm. from the sense of taking care of the physical body, Mm -hmm. using food, nutrition, and then we're also going into the emotional body. So Mm -hmm. we're going to the past, we're going to the childhood. And what's interesting about this program is We really have put a lot of time, energy, and effort understanding what the different levels and layers are with the body breaking down and the different Mm. ways that we manifest
0: disease and the body Mm. is always communicating with us. Yeah. It's literal. Only job is to keep us alive. Like we're (laughs) spirits in the body and it's job is to keep us alive for the amount of time that we're meant to be on this planet. I should say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But people are so disconnected from the messages that the body sends. Mm -hmm. And so through introducing this program, we've created this list so that people can identify where their symptoms are so that they can prevent getting into, you know, that third stage of body breakdown, which is people who are suffering from MS, uh, multiple sclerosis, cancer, Hashimoto's disease, lupus, Lupus. yeah, like the really hard ones, Mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, the hairs falling out, all Mm -hmm. sorts of really gnarly things are happening. So it's like, we want to get to you. We want to get you the information that's going to help you before you get to this stage. And Mm -hmm. so this program Healing at the Root is really your insurance plan on your future health. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So we're really excited about this. And the second program we're working on is a nine month rebirthing process. And what we've realized through coaching people, I mean, Katie's been doing this work through nutrition for over a decade. And I've been working through energy healing, the yoga mm-hmm. world also for a decade. And through our experience, we've realized that nine months is really. The shortest amount of time that it takes to create transformation in your life. And our mission is to just help people create lives where they do have more personal freedom, whether that's freedom to enjoy their bodies more, Mm -hmm. freedom to leave a job that they're unhappy in or Mm -hmm. relationship that is just not in alignment with, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling joy and and feeling Yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah, that's funny. You know, it's interesting that you say that a lot of my clients, you know, they do have that nine month turnover. And often when I tell my clients like, you'll know when the right time to come and see me is, it's about nine months later, because that time is the approximate amount of time that it takes to really have a shift.
1: Absolutely. And and the thing is, this is a lifelong journey for many people. It's like when yes. you are
0: on the path of
1: soul growth, your soul doesn't want to stop because that's the only thing we take with us in the next life. I, I say all the
0: time, <laughs> there is absolutely no such thing once you started on the awakening path. There's no such thing as going backwards. There's nope. no such thing as, as stopping. There's no, nope. none of it. You might take a pause and behave in ways that you feel are out of alignment with that future stepping that you're trying to take. But ultimately, if you're, if you're alive and you're breathing, you're still going forward. Exactly. Moving towards something. <laughs>
1: yeah. And so through doing this work and really conceptualizing how we're going to support people and really make massive change in their life is we got to go back and rebirth ourselves. Yes. It's a nine-month gestation process of mm-hmm. understanding who you are and what really makes you happy in your life. Mm-hmm. And so through that, we go back and we do the childhood trauma healing. We do the shadow work. We empower you with all the tools that we have learned over our 20-year individual journey of navigating a toxic family, mm. narcissistic abuse, severe physical and emotional pain, accidents, getting over autoimmune labels. So you name it, Price. we've experienced yeah. it, yeah. which is you know why it gives us the credibility to be able to hold space for other sure. people's
0: sure yeah yeah
1: and the people that we've worked with over the last year are manifesting things that like they didn't think were possible
0: nine months ago
1: right like two of our clients just got their dream home changed jobs so much happier
0: yeah yeah so it's
1: really um, an honor to watch this and to you know kind of hold people's hands through the process, because that's something that I wish I had. And I I had to do it on my own. And it mm-hmm. was a really long and arduous process. And the beauty of the nine months is we're doing this program in a group. Mm. And when you say yes to a group of other people who have that same desire for themselves, we go faster. Mm-hmm. and And we have that support where we know we can take on anything because we have a group of people who are cheering for us.
0: Yeah. It's We're so not funny not alone in the
1: shadows, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean that's how I felt when I was in treatment because I was not alone, but yeah. afterwards the process of, you know, my own spiritual journey and and awakening, it was a super lonely process for me because when I started, one did not say life activation we're allowed to practice our magic i realized that i just had the recording stopped for a moment there so we did miss a little bit but i you know we were just talking (laughs) about how lucky the folks are who are coming to their awakening now to be coming to it and yeah 10 years later those of us who've been doing that work are really able to pass on what we've learned and how we've learned it and how it can help other people you know absolutely yeah so I'm curious, James, you know, there's there's a lot that you've come into in the past couple of years. I guess maybe, you know, part of it is through living with Katie and learning from her, but also a lot of it is intuitive. I know you've gotten a lot of intuitive downloads and information, you know, your practice, your self-practice on and off the mat is pretty integral. Like you have a lot of integrity in your practice. And it's, it's the reason that I trust you to give me any kind of Reiki. I'm curious what you think your biggest teaching has been intuitively and then what you've been doing to stay in that kind of integrity to bring that to you.
1: So I think for me, like when your spiritual path is revealed to you, there's different stages of it and you proceed as you're ready to. And for me, I think for a while it really scared me. And so I wasn't ready. And so I wasn't given the opportunity to step forward because I was scared. Mm-hmm. And three years ago when my cousin passed away, yeah, my cousin, who was also my best friend, my big sister, she chose to end her life. Her name was Joanne Riven. And that was my biggest spiritual awakening. That was like the universe saying, hey, now you're ready to communicate with the other side. And here is the guide that's going to help you with that. Yeah. yeah
0: I, I got goosebumps.
1: And so that was my initiation. It was like, also, how do you yeah. navigate and process grief in this most tragic way? And this yeah. is the thing that people fear the most is losing someone they love.
0: Especially you know, by their own hand, right? By their
1: own hand. But the thing is like, what I've learned in communicating with her on the other side is this was her choice. And as much as I don't agree with it, there was nothing I could do. Mm -hmm. It wasn't up to me. And I have to respect her decision. Mm -hmm. She knew that she was better. Like there was more use for her on the other side. That often happens. Right. And she really felt that she wasn't serving anyone in the physical world. So for me, that was my, you are ready for this now. And that was Mm -hmm. my biggest teacher is navigating that level of grief. And just to sort of put things into an understanding of like how, what the trajectory of my life was. So she ended her life a month later, my husband at the time said, I think that we should probably separate. So dealing with a friend, suicide, best friend, suicide, divorce, Mm -hmm. Mm And then on the other side of my mother's family, my grandfather had a stroke, which sort of created a whole crazy narrative in that family. The whole family fell apart. So I was going through the fucking biggest shitstorm of my life Mm -hmm. all at once. Mm -hmm. My connection to God, my connection to spirit was what helped me get through that with grace Mm -hmm. and acquire all the tools that I was going to need to help empower other people with. Right. And so for me, that's what helps me hold deep authenticities because I've gone through all of it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've gone through the car accident. I've gone through the divorce. I've gone through losing a best friend. I've gone through my entire family falling apart. I've gone mm-hmm. through having to reconcile with you know abusers that for many years I was estranged from because I just didn't have the tools to be able to protect myself and draw my boundaries and communicate. For myself, because I came from such an abusive family,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah. and what
1: helps me is, you know, no matter what I'm dealing with, whether, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, it's just staying true to my personal practice is what you said, and yeah. and it's so funny, like I don't even think about my yoga practice anymore because I don't really have a yoga practice in that sense. Like I don't mm-hmm. practice physical postures, I practice connecting to spirit. Mm
0: -hmm. And the movement of what that feels like in your body. Exactly,
1: the movement of what that feels like. And that doesn't feel like necessarily lifting my arms up over my head and putting my feet in a specific direction. That feels like connecting to my breath. Mm -hmm. That feels like purging layers of of ancestral grief and trauma. Mm -hmm. That feels like the joy of connecting to to crystals that you feel like, wow, I, I, I can't believe this shiny, beautiful stone is giving me so much support in navigating my emotions right now. I love in- to
0: take credit for your crystal <laughs> obsession. Low key, not low key at all. Zero percent low key. If you, if you popped my Reiki cherry, I popped your crystal cherry as- pop. You can have it. You, oh, I'm you can have it. it. I took it. <laughs> I took it, girl. Yeah. No, I, I remember just after your life activation- that you were like before
1: I think it it was before before you came into the healing den
0: Ah, so yeah for
1: for those of you who don't know me I had a small space that that closed just before COVID and that's because they're turning the building into condos of course Um, they
0: fucking are welcome to Toronto bitches
1: it's a condo now (laughs) I had this beautiful little healing space and when I first moved in Jana came in to do an energy clearing and Mm. I had a bunch of crystals there little crystals and she gripped gridded them for me and and you gifted me a rose quartz which is interesting because to this day it's the only crystal I always have on me at all times is rose quartz
0: <laughs> oh that specific one no 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 just, no just, no just uh a
1: no that one's in a in a in an altar in my bedroom
0: Well, <laughs> oh, bless your little heart yeah so yes yeah yeah of course it is of course it is i love that i i you know you know it's funny people always 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 remember their first they're they they you just you can't help it i I don't remember my first i was too young because i was always yeah, surrounded right. by them right yeah, my yeah, grandfather yeah. had this massive collection but i remember the first one i ever bought which was Amazonite. Mm. it was the first that i was like what the fuck are you green right thing yeah. Why do I need? Why do I even like you? You know. <laughs> you know, it's actually funny.
1: My mom gave me my first crystal. She gave me a heart shaped selenite, and I was like, I was like, this is so cheesy. What is this weird thing? Not even kidding you. Selenite to this day is like one of my biggest allies in the crystal kingdom. I, but I wasn't ready for it yet, yes. right? So it's like, you know, until we're ready for it, it just sits there, and it's something that's ornamental. Mm-hmm. Where, when I was ready to be open to the information, to the activation of attuning to mm-hmm. these beautiful earth angels then it was like the whole all the past lifetimes of information that this this soul held mm. became active you know right. it's like you know and then you're grabbing things you're like i don't even know why i'm buying these things yeah. and you look up what is this for oh wow this is to help me
0: heal this headache this ongoing headache that i've had right 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 uh-huh. right or or it's to help me you know resolve a childhood trauma that's specifically related to the thing that i've been living with that's crazy like, exactly. You know, I say it all the time, the wand chooses the wizard, right? Like if the universe just brings you what you need. Actually, selenite is the one of two crystals that I use in the life activation, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it really is. It's one of the most incredible crystals. I mean, you know, my house is always dripping Covered, with selenite, yeah. right? So yeah. I got I have big chunky ones and little ones and you know, but there must are must have
1: crystal for energy healers. Oh my god. people.
0: And- yes, anybody and children. <laughs> (laughs) I always recommend selenite for children because especially those who don't sleep well, selenite really brings you up into the angelic realms. So if you're going to get, if you're, if you're having trouble getting there as a child, or if you get there and you have nightmares, that is going to be the best for kids, but yeah. Yeah. So you didn't answer my question. What is your your favorite thing that you've intuitively picked up over the years?
1: Oh, wow. I don't know that it's my favorite thing, but I do love, like I'm with you on, you know, talking to my crystals all the time, making sure they're happy, they're clean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're supporting my plants, connecting yeah. to the plant kingdom too, and really communicating with plants and animals. Like, these things have changed my life. And you know, if you had told me five years ago that this would be where I am now, talking to animals, talking to plants, talking to crystals, I'd be like, you're fucking nuts. And now if you had taken it away from me, I would die literally. I wouldn't want to be here anymore.
0: Yep. yep. My it, what, things. In the first lockdown, quite literally, my plants and crystals and dog in the maybe opposite order kept <laughs> me going, kept yep. me grounded, kept me present, kept me connected to spirit, which I, for me, you know, the best way that I connect to spirit is through humans. I see a person, a total fucking stranger. And I'm like, here's everything you need to know about what's going on the other side for you. And they're like, what are you? (laughs) And I hand my business card and I walk away. And so not being able to talk to people or see people and everybody's masked and, you know, remember March, April, May, it was just dark fucking times, you know, nobody mm. was speaking, everybody was terrified of other humans, there was no hugging, there was no,
1: we're still kind of there, some half, you know, more than half the population is still living but, in that in that way.
0: Yeah, that's, that's not my reality. You know, I respect exactly. other people's choice to stay that way and to abide by whatever rules they feel comfortable with. But I'm really big on I only have one life. And if tomorrow, I walked out into the street and got hit by a truck, and I and I didn't hug somebody that I care about, would I have that regret more than I would if I hugged them and I got sick, I would take the hug.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I would, I would take the hug every time. Hugs matter so much in my life. Hugs are like the most important thing. And you trust your
1: body strong. I'm going to take it back for one second to what you were saying about being, you know, feeling that disconnection from people. Mm. Um, And that's, I'm going to take it back to Reiki because that's something I love about Reiki is that Distance healing is such a powerful tool to connect. And that's something that changed the game for me because I had only been doing direct hands-on healing before. And And so when the healing den closed, when my my space where I saw clients was closed, I did feel that big disconnect. So that started for me earlier than Mm. COVID. Hmm. And it was during COVID that I started to learn distance Reiki.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: what I love is that so many people actually find it more powerful because they feel uncomfortable or nervous sometimes when they're having to go to a physical structure. So it's like I'm getting there, mm-hmm. I'm nervous because I'm having to navigate traffic and other people mm-hmm. and am mm-hmm. I going to be mm-hmm. on time? Am I maybe be late? am I going to find parking? right Whereas in now they get to be in their bed or on their couch in their safe space, right And so they can drop faster into that deep healing vortex. And so that's really freaking magical that Reiki can just take you there yeah. right away. And you yeah. get to be at home, yeah. but still receive the healing that you need. Receive that, I call it an, an emotional massage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I because like that a lot. people feel
1: so light and happy afterwards.
0: Yeah. And it's such a like, it's so gentle it's so generous it's so loving it's such a it's such an act of devotion to be in that practice you know so in terms of your own practice of whatever that looks like cuz you are you are in such integrity when it comes to your diet not that you're always like eating clean, but that you're really good about being good to yourself about what you're eating. You're really good about being in a physical practice, whatever that means, movement of some sort. You're really good at being in a practice of like writing. You're really good at a practice of being, you know, in connection with the seasons, the moon, you know, all of those things, like those things come super, super, super naturally for you. And they flow really beautifully from you. And, you know, I know that you sometimes lead, you know, full moon ceremonies or what have you, but I I'm curious what it is that keeps you in your own integrity about it.
1: Thank you for seeing me. For me, it's all about knowing why you do these things. And also when you feel the impact of them. So for me, it's sort of like my self-care routine is my non-negotiable now. So mm. it's taken the majority of my life to be able to have a healthy relationship with food. And like you said, I may you know, promote eating lots of fruits and vegetables and living you know, a mostly plant-based life, but I don't always follow those rules. I do believe we have to indulge. I do believe you know, when your inner child comes knocking and she needs... Uh, French fries, you got to give her those French fries.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Um, But it's like, again, just being connected and conscious about why you're doing these things. And also, if you're not doing these things, why aren't you taking care of yourself? And so consistently doing that work of if I fall off the wagon, Mm -hmm. what is happening and and going into why, like what part of me needs to be healed, Mm. what pattern is here showing itself because I'm finally ready to dissolve that and to take more control of my life. And really what I teach people is how to be the master of their life. And it's always been about leading by example. How can we expect people to be able to do these things unless you can show them, this is what it looks like on the other side of it.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the world of energy, it's not a case of those who can't do teach. It actually has to be the opposite. Exactly. If you're not doing, you cannot teach because somebody is going to be like, you're out of alignment, you fucking liar. Don't give me a tip." Yep. And that's the wounded healer. And yep, that's complete Chiron energy, right? Exactly. And mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I never I I never want to be that person. And I've been so critical of myself over my life. And you know, that's been something that I've had to work on dissolving. That's been right. a really toxic pattern. Mm-hmm. But in some ways, it has helped me stay on on path, stay on point and stay committed to what's important to me. And I think also if we're going to talk about energy healing, really understanding what it means to balance your masculine and feminine, being in flow all the time, isn't going to serve you. You do need to have some structures in place in your life. And for me, that's yeah. my daily routine. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I have a specific routine in the mornings and in the evenings, and that's what helps keep me accountable to myself and, and to, to my clients really. hmm
0: Mm Hmm. I got that. So uh, you know, I'm I'm aware that we're kind of coming almost to an hour here, which is crazy. Tell me what you want people to know about who you are as an energy practitioner, and you know anything else that you feel you really want people to like understand about what being an intuitive energy healer is all about for you
1: so i would love people to know that i have a really gentle and understanding approach intuitive is you giving me permission to let me inspire your your path Hmm. and whatever that means for you and for the healing that you're ready for and you know people say you got to meet someone where they are and i will meet you where you are but i'll also call you out On your shit. (laughs) Right. Right. And (laughs) And a really gentle and push you past your comfort zone. But I'll hold your hand through the process. I'm not just gonna give you a push in your back. I'm gonna hold your hand and walk you through it, but Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna keep you dependent on me because I don't want to be your coach. I don't want to be your mentor Mm -hmm. forever. I want to light your fire give you the tools that you need to succeed and watch you fucking soar. That's what excites me is watching the people that said, I have the courage to ask for help, to watch them come around the corner and Mm -hmm. know that they have everything within them. Right. And it's just about giving them their power back, showing them where it is. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah.
0: Sounds like a story I know. (laughs) (laughs) Jan and I have been on parallel paths side by side for so long, it's so cool. I, you know, I didn't say it in the intro, but maybe I'll say it now. Like we, you and I have so many funny little similarities, just being like two short little Jewish girls with our tiny little dogs, our little Pomeranians (laughs) who are too big for their own bodies. And so are we. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's such a beautiful journey to walk this path with you. You know, we cross paths a hundred years ago, it seems, at an event that I hosted and planned that you catered in a past life when you made food and were a caterer professionally. <laughs> now I have to beg and plead and, and, and drool <laughs> to get your food in my belly. I would kill for your, for your catering these days. But you know, we, when we met a hundred years ago, who would have thought that this is where we would have landed from that right. place, you know, the incarnations of who we've been since then. And, yeah. and, you know, what I'm most excited about is who we will be as, as the world continues to open up and demands, you know, that we, that we look at ourselves with more grace and ease because everyone who's been in their house has come to the reality that like, they probably don't care for themselves in all the ways that they could. Right. And as the world opens up, it's gonna be on on the healers, the therapists, you know, all those types of people to help guide the collective in that direction.
1: Mm, amen. Yeah. And it's so interesting. You said that it's like, yeah, we've all been stuck in our homes and a lot of people have realized that they're not taking care of themselves. But this whole shutdown, lockdown has really disconnected people from their power. Yeah. And from their desire to want to uplift themselves. So yeah what I am going to say to whoever's listening is there is a community out there. And Mm. if you're interested, come join us at the body love community. I would love to help inspire you that is going to hold you through this and help to kind of like dig some dirt out from around you so that you can start to see the potential of of coming out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and knowing that you're worth it and you're worthy. And, And unfortunately you're really the only one who can do this for yourself.
0: Yeah, that's the thing about spiritual work that I think most people avoid or bypass is that it is fully on you. You're not alone, but if you're not doing it, no one is going to do it for you. And you can stay stuck forever. forever.
1: Yeah, forever. Yeah. Yeah, but all you have to do is say like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. I mm-hmm. I just need a little bit of mm-hmm. support. Yeah. And there's yeah. a whole bunch of people who are ready to cheer for you, but you got to take that first step.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. You're, you're much like me in that, you know, as soon as you don't have the exact tool that, you know, that person needs, you're the first person to be like, I know somebody who can help you. Let me direct you in that direction so that you can get that help. And that's also the sign of a, of a aligned and respected intuitive healer to Mm -hmm. say, I don't actually know. I can't actually do anything in this moment, but I do know somebody who might be able to help, you know, and those communities are, they are open. They are eager. I, I can't tell you how many of my healer friends are just desperate to help the world feel better and you know i you're you're definitely one of those people to me yeah so yeah thank you <laughs> so is there anything else that you want to tell people before we kind of wrap it up here i would just love
1: if people are curious about their self care if they're curious about yoga or movement or being held accountable to check out the body love mission. Mm -hmm. You can check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on YouTube. We've got a ton of free content. And so, you know, just starting to get curious, just starting to be more self-aware is the first step to transformation.
0: Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're here for you. I love it. I love it. Jamie, thank you so much for joining me. This podcast is like the addendum to to my original uh, year ago, quarantine time. time. (laughs) Yeah, which I loved. I loved it then. And I love this now. I love that it's evolved in this direction. And I love you for, for joining me on this podcast, but also just, you know, being my friend. I'm so grateful for for who you are in my life and the support and the love and the, you know, integrity with which you hold me to. And just, yeah, just, I I love you a lot. So um, Uh, thank you. Thank -hmm. you for having
1: me. Thank you for your friendship and your guidance. And it's really nice when you get to have friends that are also your teachers Mm. and yeah, Yeah. I love you. And I love watching you rise sister. (laughs) Back at you beauty back
0: at you. We are some lucky ass people, huh? (laughs) yes indeed yeah okay guys well thank you all for tuning in to this episode of I'm really into that stuff you guys will catch me next week it's a solo mission next week just me coming at you with some good good vibes so I'm looking forward to that deep dive on some exciting new subjects and I love you all and we'll catch you next week thanks for listening to another episode of I'm really into That Stuff follow along with us on Instagram at i'm really into that stuff and be sure to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. If this episode resonated with something that you're really into, share it with someone you love. Sending you strength, peace, love and light until next week.